Good morning and welcome back to the Inspiration Station. My name is Dalton Smith. Today is Tuesday, February 9th, just after 8 o'clock. It is a foggy day in the neighborhood and I am super excited to bring back our third installment, which is going to be about pain and more specifically the power of pain, which is something we have spoken about so frequently on my Facebook page, which if you're new, what we've done is over the years, we've told stories. We've done live feeds, tips of the day, and basically taken my life experiences and put them into a small capsule form, if you would, and we distributed them daily. Um, But now with the podcast, we're able to target specific things and really dive in. So with that, pain is everything. And my journey has been incredible, but pain riddled in a lot of different ways. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to jump through some of these specific times, uh, these specific moments, and talk about why it was important and how it turned into something important later, something better. You know, the pain really does teach us something. And in one of the books that I've been reading, it talks about how your brain does not perceive mental pain much different than physical pain. So your spiritual, mental pain that you're going through hurts like hell for a reason. And it's because your body can't can't always dictate that difference you feel it in such a strong way you very well may have just gotten stabbed in the chest with a knife and that's an important thing people try to downplay emotional and mental pain which is a huge topic now everyone is really starting to dive into mental health and why this is something that we need to talk about you know a lot of people will do anything in the world to avoid pain avoiding pain at all costs and for me I don't even like to take Tylenol so the same applies to my life I like to let the pain speak for itself and that took me years to learn so I guess before we really get too deep we need to go back to the beginning so as a child I had a semi-normal upbringing but my family was split in two and I was raised very different ways. And I don't think anyone knew this, but from a super young age, I was showing signs of bad things. Um, I was clearly having a lot of trouble. I was acting out and I was super emotional and I was triggered in a lot of ways. And like, that's the one thing, like, I think I was told that I was a bad kid a thousand times, but very few people actually wanted to help me and help me deeper they really wanted to just help the forefront which is he's getting in trouble he's getting bad grades he's skipping school so I'm talking as early as elementary school was pretty normal for me but going into middle school and high school things got really rough and I was instantly immediately in love with women in the sense that I wanted to love somebody. I was literally finding a way to get into a relationship before I even knew what a relationship was. So what I mean by this is in, you know, seventh and eighth grade, I'm 
metaphorically falling in love with girls that I can't even get and I'm getting devastated by this. And so there was one particular girl and I remember I had the biggest crush on this girl and I don't even think we ever officially dated. I think we like talked for a couple days, but I remember just being absolutely destroyed. And not long after that, I actually <clears throat> lost my virginity at a super young age. I was 14 years old. And the way it went down was very unhealthy because right after, you know, I had gotten sent away for months over the summer because of my behavior. I was being a really bad kid. And, you know, I had just connected to this girl and then she left and I got taken away. That implanted some bad fear right there about relationships and women. And that really carried with me through my life. So getting into high school, I was okay at the beginning. And then it just, I, I slipped up and made the wrong choices too many times. You know, at first it's cute and fun. You're getting in light trouble. You're hanging out with people doing stuff. But then you end up in this other category where people are going to, to jail. People are doing heavy drugs. People are getting hurt. And so this is going to have to be its own podcast to all these different things. But that, that segment... That segment of my life from, let's call it 16, 17, up until I, you know, ultimately dropped out of high school at about 18, 19, um, I guess it would have been 18. So, you know, just a couple of years, everything changed. And through those years, I had a couple really bad relationships and I handled these relationships different ways. And once I got to high school and I got introduced to drugs and all these other things, how I handled things really went downhill. So in high school, all I care about is people. You know what I mean? I'm trying to be cool. I'm trying to be just trying to fit in. And when I lost these first couple relationships, you know, I was dancing with the devil. And I didn't know it. I was around bad people and I was really starting to get addicted to people. And this was what really caused a lot of pain in my life when I would lose those people. I had a, I've always had an addictive personality and I've always been codependent, but it got so to the point that I was unknowingly desiring just someone to be there for me and be there with me opposed to being alone because I was just struggling with dealing with the emotional pain of my life. So my father and I and my brothers, my family, we all had like a pretty good relationship, but there was definitely some areas that weren't good and they grew with me over time. I kind of held on to some feelings and emotions that I never handled and they grew. So basically I'm finding myself now in my early twenties and life is good. You know, I have become a filmmaker. I have a YouTube channel. I've started a business. I, at the time, had a girlfriend, and we had been together for a few years, and this really is the, the, the cusp, the catalyst of where this comes together, because, mind you, life allows you to kind of float along sometimes, meaning if you don't get hurt or something bad doesn't happen, it's really easy to just kind of coast with your life and not pay attention. This was my coasting phase. I was living at home, but I wasn't in trouble. I was with a relationship, you know, in a relationship with someone, but it wasn't really unhealthy. You know, 
we're young, we're having fun, I'm growing my business, life is just kind of good. So years go on and, you know, I started having bad anxiety and I couldn't really figure out why. And it was really attached to pain. It was attached to the pain of abandonment from previous people. So when I'm dating this chick, you know, I'm going to these different countries and I'm freaked out. And I remember the first time I went to Nicaragua, I almost didn't go because I was having such a crazy, deep, true panic attack about leaving and about something happening. And mind you, this is like unhealthy, unwarranted anxiety and pain. And at the time, I'm not asking myself why or where is this coming from? I'm just like, this sucks. What am I going to do? fast forward look back that was an important time that was really kind of the beginning of me knowing I had this deep deep buried pain but I wasn't doing anything with the pain mind you it was just sitting there um, getting worse so me and my ex dated for five years and through that relationship my grizz my business grew and I grew but we separated and I also kind of separated from me in some ways as well. I look back on some stuff and I just feel like I was kind of getting grinded down and doing the wrong thing over and over. It wasn't really me. So when when everything blew up, when she left me, it was violent. It was abrupt. It was unwarranted. I had no idea I went from, you know, thinking things are good to alone in an instant and that just was like an avalanche of emotions that literally hit me all at once i was buried i I couldn't even i couldn't even breathe when it happened i remember i was at charlie and jake's in indian harbor beach i had gotten a call to go meet her for lunch which we didn't really do that often. We didn't really do like random lunches and I didn't think anything of it. I pulled up and I had actually, I was on the phone and I'd gotten a phone call about this incredible opportunity. The Space Coast Office of Tourism wanted to give me my own show and I'm just like on the phone listening to this and I'm blown away. And so I go inside really excited to tell her about this new opportunity and she's just kind of bleak. And I always tell people, You know, years have gone by, I've healed, but I remember that moment. That moment was so sharp and painful. I could see the look on her face that there was nothing to even really be said. And, you know, I did what most people do. I freaked out. I tried to negotiate and do all these different things, and it just wasn't happening. And, you know, it was a very slow process for me to realize that it was over. Um, And, you know... It was not handled properly. You know, I was really drugged through the mud. And I don't ask too many questions about things in life, especially that area of my life. But it really did make me sit in pain, in the mud, and just feel it. And that was horrible. That was the opposite of what I wanted or needed, or at least I thought. And one of our big points today, and this is a good place to put it, Pain is necessary. Suffering is optional. So when someone leaves you, when you get fired, when you get depressed, when when things go wrong, 
you have a choice. You can rise above and get through it and take that pain and make it a lesson that applies to your life. Or you can sit there too long. You can wallow. You can just lay in it and become miserable. You can sit there and take this pain and make it misery. And that is not the, that is not where the value is in pain. And back to our comparison of physical pain and emotional pain. When you touch something and it's hot, it hurts, right? You touch the, the frying pan, you will not do that again. There's a reason that our body has a safety system that says, yo, pick up your hand, move your hand, move. This is not good. Imagine if we didn't have that system. Imagine if we could be, you know, getting stabbed or burned or cut or any of these things and not know the damage that's being done. Think about that. If I were to take a hot iron and lay it on your spine and just burn your flesh until it's liquid into your, I mean, it would kill you eventually and you wouldn't know. So you wouldn't respond. So you wouldn't change leading to your ultimate death. You have to look at your emotions the same exact way. Your body gives you these triggers, these feelings for a reason. And the reason is to warn you, to to give you a sense of urgency, to give you a sense of desire for change, a, a desire to stay alive, to stay afloat, fight or flight. This is These are the things that we are born with. And emotional pain applies the same as physical pain. So moving back to this crazy situation you know I've been uh in this relationship for five years and we had gotten engaged you know about a year prior to so around year four we had gotten engaged and you know my life is just melting away and one of my best friends Corey Howell I'm gonna have to get him to listen to this he made me so happy and upset all at the same time I call him I'm distraught I'm emotional and he comes over, he comes down from probably New Smyrna, I think is where he was living at the time. So he drives, you know, an hour to Melbourne, comes to my house. And within four hours, we had gutted my house, cleaned my house, put me through the ringer and had me work out until I pretty much threw up. And we made a plan. And the plan was to improve my life. And I don't even think I was in on the, uh, the planning phase of my plan. It was just kind of presented to me. But I needed that, to be frank, because who I am, the way I was about to handle that pain, was not going to be good. And I know that, and I can still affirm that today. If I was not pushed by Corey and my mom and some of my close friends, I would still be sitting on that couch for sure and to give you guys clarity I remember like verbally saying that I was done I did not want my company I did not want to continue to make films I did not want to go anywhere I didn't want to see people and this was deeper than just the forefront oh I'm sad today I was like I have no purpose it's like I have no value now it's like I have no I have nothing and it was because I had 
made a horrible mistake and in, in some way or another in my head associated the value of me and my brand and my business and the things I do with this one person who, to be frank, was not a good person, at least not for me. And, you know, we've done a really good job over the years of not really sharing these stories, but um, the reality is what the reality is. This was a very cold, abrupt, painful, violent way to show how you feel. And the reason I tell these stories is to get people to understand what was done, meaning you could be on the receiving or sending end of what I went through. And the decisions you make are critical for both ends. So you need to understand the pain that you're receiving and you need to understand the pain you are dispersing onto other people. You need to be considerate with people. And one of the things I always tell people is that if you can't own your emotions, if you can't own your relationships in your life, if you can't be verbal and clear and honest with people, you are a punk. You need to go crawl into a hole and get your stuff together because the pain distributed by people upon others can grow them or it can crush them. So just because we know how to use pain in our lives to grow doesn't mean it always does. So don't go around dishing pain out to people in the name of, oh, I'm going to grow you. This is good for you. Because I'm, a, I'm lucky to be alive, to be frank. Because this was such a catalyst of pain. I lost everything I knew. And then I had this reflection on my entire life. And I was looking back onto my family, my friends, and all these scenarios. And that was good for me. This was actually a blessing in disguise because I needed to look at my life. I needed to reevaluate where I was, what I was doing, what I was thinking. And that was a blessing, but it doesn't always go down like that. And that's why it's important when you heal to look at the full picture. So moving forward at this point, I, you know, I know that I have some decisions to make. I have the whole world watching me because I decided to uh, broadcast my pain on Facebook. So if you followed me over the years, you probably vividly remember the day that I announced uh, indirectly what had happened. I didn't say what happened. I just got on Facebook and I was so shook to the core. I think I literally scared people to death. I think people thought I was dying of cancer. Like, I felt horrible because I did not know how deep this was or how long it was going to last, and I just needed help, and so I was being very vague. But what I did is I started just showing people what was inside, and there was a lot more inside than just this forefront topic. I had some deep emotional pain that I was harboring, deep, 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 deep. So at this point, I decided to start telling stories. I decided to start sharing with people how I felt and what I had gone through and how I was connecting the dots with this crazy time in my life. And I remember just thinking to myself that this is going to be the craziest chapter of your life and one day you'll look back and you'll be so proud that you went through this and that you shared it. And I told myself that every single day. And I'm not gonna lie, I kind of lied to myself at times, but it was what it took to get through this and to keep moving. And once I started getting a spark of inspiration, it changed everything. Meaning my pain turned into conversations with people that inspired people, 
who then came to me and said, you changed my life with what you said that day. So now I'm starting to associate my, my growth with this moment. And I'm watching my physical body get better than it's ever been. I'm watching my heart get bigger than it's ever been. I'm watching my business, my workflow, my passion, every single thing in my life became the forefront and I was improving on every single front. And this was only because I had gotten shook down to my core. Life moves so fast, especially now with social media and all the things we have, it is very easy to suppress pain and put things to the side, but having it at the forefront of my life and just disrupting every form of peace I had really opened my eyes. This literally was my lifesaver. This was my my rebirth, and I thank God daily for giving me the opportunity to see my life from a new place and restart and you guys have to understand that there is a plan with your pain but that is up to you god is going to do whatever he wants with your life and he's going to help you and he's going to guide you but the decisions you make on a daily basis the micro decisions that you make your emotional responses to the pain in your life that is up to you and you have to look at these opportunities like opportunities you cannot look in the face of pain and say woe is me why is this happening you are going to miss out on what is about to happen you might be inches from gaining perspective that will change your life forever so no don't stick your hand in the fire in the name of learning about fire but do not be afraid to open up to lift the veil to look into your pain and literally ask yourself what can i do with this where can i grow i i'll never forget this some guy blasted me on the second light surfing forums in like 2009 or 10 and he was so hateful not mean hateful I wanted to quit filmmaking. I literally didn't want to come back there. And this other guy comments on it and he says, this guy is clearly a dick. Like, that's pretty obvious, okay? But let's, let's disintegrate his statement and look at the, the, you know, the basis of it. Take what you can from that pain. Take what you can from that negative comment and make something from it. The guy attacked me for all these different reasons but I could have learned how to shoot manual exposure over auto. I could have bought a new tripod. So you know what I mean here? Like, yes, it hurts, it sucks, it's not fair, but there's something that you can take from it. Do not let your pain rob you of your happiness. Let your pain make you rich. Let your pain give you perspective that is literally going to make you wealthy. Because what people don't understand is the only thing that is important in life is perspective. And I don't want to say the only, but one of the most important things in life is perspective. Meaning, rich man unhappy, poor man happy. Perspective. Okay? You have to have perspective in your life. So when you get these things that don't look that great, your experiences, your perspective, your accumulation of life is going to give you direction. Now I feel like I've got a book that I've written and the world has helped write with me and it's like a it's, it's like a guidebook. I use it. I look back upon my experiences. I look back at these stories and to give you guys the full spectrum for those who don't know me, 
that relationship that ended led me literally where I'm supposed to be with my spouse, with my future wife. The opportunities that I now have are only because of that pain. I'm getting married to the girl of my dreams in November. My business is 10 times bigger than it ever has ever been. And the, the love and the passion that the people have and that I have now and the opportunities, it is because I looked that pain in the face and I said, no, you are not going to ruin me. I'm not going to lay in this. I'm going to grow from this. I'm going to learn from this. That is huge. And that is not a simple task. That is something that takes years of discipline and understanding. And to be in the face of pain and anguish and bad things and to say, well, let me be calm. Let me figure this out. That is not easy. That is not easy. I still struggle with that. But the thing is, once you start having examples of pain turning into value, you remember that. You don't get as afraid because you remember when that pain was really, really painful, but then you look at it now and it doesn't, it doesn't feel like that anymore. It becomes this beautiful part of your story. Me and Madison have conversations about my ex and the way the breakup went and all the bells and whistles we, all the time. Whether it's for a podcast or people are asking or it's just me and her. Like we literally have these deep conversations all the time. And I always tell people I love to go backwards down the rabbit hole. I love to start at the pain or at the problem and then go backwards. Let's look at how it happened. Let's look at how it came together and let's look at what it meant. So for me, I'm with the girl of my dreams. I'm living my dream as a filmmaker. I have my business and everything is beautiful. Follow the rabbit hole. Go backwards and look at what happened in 2018. My whole life fell apart. I had genuine thoughts of, I don't want to do this anymore. My business is not mine. I don't want it. I don't want to be a filmmaker. I don't want to inspire people. And then now... Everything is amplified. It is twice as good, 10 times as good. And it's because now I'm less afraid. The pain, the pain is just part of it. And it's, I don't invite it, but I challenge it. I say, hey, you know, I'm always down for a little growing. And that is a, a huge thing for me. And um, now that I have it as a, an asset and it's in my arsenal, it's helped me grow tremendously. And so with that, we're going to wrap this up. I really hope you guys enjoyed this. The Inspiration Station is meant to be exactly that, a station where you find inspiration for your life. I hope that someone listens to this and they're like, dude, you're talking to me. I am talking to you because there are a lot of people out there that need to hear this that need to learn how to monetize metaphorically their pain, make their pain work for them, make their pain create value, not take away from your life. It is a beautiful life and it always keeps moving. So, you know, relationships, friends, family, work, keep all of this in mind, invite the growth and do not be afraid to challenge yourself. And just remember, life might be telling you it's time to grow and put on that next size shoe. 
So have a good day, guys. Enjoy everything. Share this channel. Share this station. Copy the link. Put it on your social. Send us some love. Let us know what you think. And please let us know what you want to see on the next episode. My name is Dalton Smith. This is the Inspiration Station. And I'll see you guys next time.